three of gaze lists now. I think I'm about to do another one. Um, it's really, if, if I had better management skills and better skills in growing a team, um, I would have been able to scale it a lot bigger than it is now. So people that are just starting off with Amazon, if they have those team building skills, you could, it's amazing how fast you could scale. Welcome to the e-commerce momentum podcast, where we focus on the people, the products and the process of e-commerce selling today. Here's your host, Steven Peterson. I wanted to take a second and talk about Gay Lisby and Gary Ray's Amazon Seller Tribe and their daily lists that are put out. Um, and incredible stories that you can read if you go out and check out uh, amazingfreedom.com forward slash momentum hyphen arbitrage. I know that's a lot to put in there. Amazingfreedom.com forward slash momentum dash arbitron. And you're going to get. 14-day free trial. No money risk, no no challenges. You don't want it. When you're done, you get out. But imagine getting a list, um, as Craig Fellows like to call it, mailbox money. I love that term, mailbox money. It's where you can work from your house, buy things online, have them delivered to you, and then sell them on uh, various marketplaces. But imagine you can have somebody else do that for you. So you want to buy time, you want to control uh, what they're buying. Well, you take these lists and you can join multiple lists if you're interested. And then you can segregate them for the merchandise you want and send them to them. They can make purchases for you on your behalf, have it delivered to you or delivered to them for prep. Boom, sent into these marketplaces and you can sell. How about that? Wouldn't that be awesome? I spoke at their conference, and there were so many million-dollar sellers just using online arbitrage. It's still available. And again, 14 days. The only way you're going to get 14-day free trial is if you come through my link. Um, it is an affiliate link. Um, they do pay me, so I don't want to mislead you in any way. Um, I would appreciate it, but I'd like to see you try the 14 days. I've had so many people that have joined, have so much success. It's very exciting to me and you know, quite humbling to me. Um, that they trust me to recommend this group, and I 100% recommend this group. I've seen the results. These are great people that will also teach you to fish. This isn't just a, hey, here's the list, you're on your own. No, this is, hey, here's why that wasn't a good deal, or here, hey, there's another opportunity. And you get to join their groups, and it's just a phenomenal group of people, um, just great, great uh, leaders in that group, and these lists are phenomenal. So again, it's amazingfreedom.com forward slash momentum hyphen arbitrage amazingfreedom.com forward slash momentum hyphen arbitrage. Use that. Get two weeks free. Try it. You don't like it? Drop out. But give it a shot if you want to add that to your business. Welcome back to the e-commerce momentum podcast. This is episode 393, Greg Fellows. Um, don't adjust your sound. Um, I'm trying to adjust the level. So we, we both speak at the same level and Greg will talk about his voice. And so, um, don't get thrown off. It's it it uh, fascinating story, but it's one of those things that um, I'm trying to adjust for. So um, you know, my voice isn't too dominant, um, and we can get through it. Um, great guy, great story. Of and I said to him after the call, it's like he could be in the corner sucking his thumb and earn and earns a right, you know, to be you know, woe is me, and it's like no, whoa, look out for me because he's crushing it and. The optimism, his ability to say, no, I'm 
learned something new this weekend. I'm going to double my business even faster. That's the story right there. Um, he is not an eternal optimist. He just knows that he can do it. He's done it. His ending, you know, at the end, I always ask the same question, you know, how did he push through it? How did, how did you get past it? His is some of the solid advice. He just knows it. Look back at the small successes and then just make them bigger. Just replicate them. And so he was able to do that, and he's done it in such a big way. And I just hope you get as inspired as I am um, because he's a real deal and doing it and doing it. Um, and he's not apologizing for doing it. It's such a great story. Let's get into the podcast. Well, welcome back to the e-commerce momentum podcast. Very excited about today's guest. Uh, known him a quite long time, actually. And this is the first time we get a chance to chat. Um, and, you know, we're going to explain um, about Greg's voice, um, and so when you listen to this, I'm going to adjust the volumes um, because I don't, I don't want him to strain his voice, but you'll understand he's going to explain to us um, that he does have uh, some uh, voice issues, and we're going to actually explain how, how he got there, but just want to make sure. Um, welcome, Greg Fellows. Welcome, Greg. Hi. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. Okay, so let's let's get the elephant out of the room for first okay sure. so when people are listening to this they're gonna they're gonna be like wait that that's that's his true voice correct yeah. this is now the way you speak oh yeah it's uh it's been about 10 years um yeah it was about 10 years ago i started to notice something was different with my voice um and over the past or i'm sorry over the next year it progressively got worse I went to a bunch of doctors, nobody knew what it was, and then I finally went to one doctor who I was seeing him for something completely different, and uh, he looked at me and said, you have spasmodic dysphonia, and I said, what is that? Mm -hmm. And he said, it's basically whenever you speak, your vocal cords break open, so it sounds really breathy uh, on certain syllables, and I did a bunch of research on it and realized that's what it was. I went to a bunch of other doctors, and uh, yeah, this this is uh, it's gotten a little bit better over the past ten years because I can uh, manipulate certain words and I can manipulate my vocal cords into having sound when it normally wouldn't. So, so you've been able to improve it just by getting used to it and adjusting and that kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's go backwards. But um, is it? It's not getting worse. No, no. Okay. It's been like this for eight years. Okay. So okay. It's not well, that's get good. Oh, that's good news yes. to hear. Well, let's go back and talk about your story. You got a fascinating story, um, and some, you know, some would say you had a dream life in some ways, um, Greg. I mean, is that is that weird for me to yeah. say that? No, no. You could definitely say that. It's definitely weird because it to, for me because it's like wow. You made it. You were actually doing something that you wanted to do that I think was like the love of your life thing. Oh, definitely. I mean, it was, I felt it was something that I was trained to do my whole life. I loved it. It was all I ever wanted to do. Well, let's and explain to people what it is because <laughs> I think they're sitting here saying, hmm, is it selling on Amazon? I think that's his <laughs> new one. However, that wasn't yes. the thing that you were trained to do at the time. So let's talk about that. I, uh, I was an actor. Um, I was the youngest of five children in my family, and my brothers and sisters all acted. So whenever they needed a child or a little kid, 
to be in one of their shows, I was always the one chosen. Um, you know, I used to joke my uh, my first play was when I was 18 months old, and, oh, and I never stopped after that. Um, yeah, I just grew up acting. I loved it. I was always... I don't mean to sound arrogant, but I was always good at it. Well, let's talk about it. You had some success. I mean, you actually, I mean, I can go out and IMDB you. You actually are out there um, in the real, and I did, um, not not recently, but I did. When Andy told me this, I'm like, what? This is cool. (laughs) Um, You know, and this isn't an ego thing. This is just to give perspective because to be candid, your life can change in a minute. And so I think this is really important, you know, to talk about. Um, so, okay, so let's talk about some of the successes. You had, you did you did commercials stuff too, right? Yeah, yeah, I did commercials, a couple of small uh, movies, and I was uh, very, very small uh, bit parts in some bigger movies. And in some bigger movies, I was just in the background, but that's still fun. And uh, yeah, I was making my living living acting uh, for about three years uh, before my voice uh, started to decline. So, I mean, uh, you'll see Greg's picture. Greg's a good-looking guy, um, and this is uh, many years later, uh, still a good-looking guy. But back then, you were a cute kid, and so you had that going for you, and you were able to use it. Um, how's that go? How do, what, what goes through your mind I mean, is life over for you at that moment? Is that is that weird to ask? Um, no, it's not because it's. I mean, you know, it's like a, I had a dentist tell me one day. He said, "It's like me losing my hands." Oh. Um, you know, because I used uh, this is me talking now. I used to be a singer as well, oh, and wow. uh, all I ever wanted to do was just sing and act, and I was actually doing it, and. Um, you know, it just kind of stopped. Um, I I consider myself to be very level-headed, so I had to make a decision. Am I going to be depressed about this? Um, am I going to move back to my hometown and live in my parents' house? I'm, you know, all these things were going through my head because, you know, not having a voice that uh, I have... Uh, a difficult time projecting, especially in loud rooms. So I couldn't be a waiter, you know, just for a job. I couldn't, uh, you know, be on the phones. I couldn't have a phone job. So there were all these things I didn't know what I was going to do. So I had to figure out basically my mindset first and, uh, you know, just say this is going to be part of my life now. So it's not going to be all of my life, but it's just going to be part of me. So I better start living with it. When when you think about, I mean, is it a perspective of things could be worse, right? Like back to oh, your definitely. dentist example with no arm, no hands, yeah. right? I mean, so that's the perspective. I know it's 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 not easy for me to say. I mean, it's I don't want to be trite. I mean, it's it's really is. You have to have some kind of perspective like that. Sure, and even with uh, with the condition I have, spasmodic dysphonia. There are some people that have it that can't even talk. Uh, so I do consider myself lucky to be one of the lucky ones that have this, where I can still communicate and be heard. You just gave me the chills. Oh my gosh, you gave me the chills. Um, okay, so so you you had to take a new evaluation of your life. Now you had skills, you had something you loved, you had a future, you knew that was it for then. So then yeah. this happens, you probably cry your eyes out. You get through that. 
and you start what? What was going to be the thing that you were thinking? I mean, well, let's do this. What are the things that you thought that you could do that you didn't do, but you were thinking about? Um, geez, wait, the things that I thought that yeah, I could. Yeah, you know, did you, I mean, you had to sit down and go through a list like, okay, auto mechanic. Yeah. Uh, I just started A and then I worked my way through Z, you know. Oh, that's uh, true. Yeah, I mean, I could be, that's what I thought. I thought um, I could be a construction worker again because I did that when I was a little bit younger. And um, I never wanted to do that again. I'm not that tough. Um, I just, I, I really had no idea. I thought maybe I could be a busboy in a restaurant because, you know, they don't, uh, they don't have to talk. I'm, I'm terrible at technology and computers. So I, I didn't believe that I could get into that and try and make a living. So it was just a whole confusion and I had no idea. So how did you find selling online i mean who did somebody suggest that to you or did you just you know you're googling still trying to find meaning in your life at this point well i've always i've always wanted to be an entrepreneur but i never had a lot of success at it before but uh, i was listening to business podcasts and um this was back in 2014 i was listening to a podcast I believe it was Pat Fullerton. Oh, Jessica LaRue. Uh, yeah, yep, yep, yep. yep, yep. I heard her, her. And she said, I'm buying these little scrubbies for $3 and selling them for 40 And I thought, how is she doing that? I wonder if it's something that actually works and would work for me. So uh, it was funny. I actually bought her course. Um, I think it was for around $300. And uh, she had a, a money-back guarantee. And I thought, all right, if I don't make $300 within this money-back guarantee, then I'm going to return it and get my money back. And uh, luckily, I, I made more than that. Mm-hmm. So I kept the course and, uh, um, yeah, just tried to, to grow from there. After that, I took some time off until about 2016. And that's when I got really serious with it. Now, getting serious, um, were you thinking that it could be a full-time living or a side hustle to help you find something a little better? I mean, what was that mindset when you were starting there? Starting, for me, it was just on the side. But then I saw people having great success with it. And I thought, there's no way that I can't do the same. Well, I think this is important. So he's a, uh, you know, I don't think Greg will be embarrassed if I say this. He's a seven-figure seller. You weren't always. When you were looking, when you weren't a seven-figure seller, when you were looking at the seven-figure sellers, how, how, I mean, did that inspire you or was it them bragging? Because there's two schools of thought there, right? They're like, you know, and maybe there are people that brag, but I mean, there's two schools of thought. Hey, celebrating a milestone today. Um, I celebrate those people. How about you? I mean, what were you thinking? Yeah, I definitely celebrate those people, too. I've never seen it as bragging okay. um, when people show that. It was it was sort of motivation, but I didn't know where to go. Um, so I was trying to figure out maybe another coaching group. And just I knew that those people knew something that I didn't. Mm. And I was trying to find that information. But they weren't smarter than you. And I think this is really important to figure this out for people. Did you think they were smarter than you, or like you said, they had information you didn't have? 
yeah, when it comes to RA and OA, I just knew that they didn't have that I didn't have the information. Period. They, yes. Not the ability, the information. Yes. Oh, I love that. That's so powerful. Um, because you get approached by people like, "Tell me what you do again, Greg." <laughs> right? Like, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. And I mean. Is your coaching to them now or when you talk with them like, hey, uh, sorry, you know, this is a closed group. There's no way. Or if I can do it, you can do it. Yeah, it's if I can do it, you can yeah, do it. That's, that's I always, approach. Yeah, just give people the information that, that they're looking for and hope that they do something with it. Well, so let me ask this question. And I don't want to I want to be delicate here because I don't want to I don't want to offend you or anyone else. Sure. But you've got challenges that I don't have. Okay. And, you know, it's, you have a, a barrier, like you said, that blocks out a whole bunch of stuff that you could do. Um, have you ever thought about the people, or if you meet people that have similar barriers, uh, or other barriers, like the dentist with no arms, right? He could technically sell online, right? He just couldn't pack his boxes, right? Have you, have you thought about how great this Amazon or eBay, whatever business is, for someone with physical challenges? Oh, definitely. I mean, especially with my online arbitrage, I'm 99% hands off of my OA side. I've got a couple of great employees and they handle everything. I've trained them to handle everything. And that's just mailbox money for me. Oh, I love that mailbox. Oh, yeah, that's a good phrase. Not, I've never heard that. That's such a oh, great. That's a great phrase. Mailbox money. Love it. Um, I, I just think that this could be uh, this could be something really special. I, I knew I heard Andy mentioned about talking about you know veterans and helping veterans when they come back and looking that's for something and that. And I just think that there's so much potential and people just uh, they don't know it like like you're saying, they just don't know. And so if you can help, uh, get me tingles again, Greg, you're getting me, uh, emotional here. So let's talk about, um, scaling. Okay. So when did you hit your first milestone and you realize that this is really probably your future for the next X years? Um, well, you know, it's funny. I remember a specific point when my girlfriend's mother asked me how I was doing with my business. And I remember telling her, well, last month I sold $1,800 and uh, in, in overall sales. And she said, wow, you've just been doing this for a little while. That's pretty good. And I remember thinking, yeah, I, I guess that is pretty good. And then uh, I just remember saying, I'm, I'm going to hit $5,000 in the next two months, you know, and then the next, you know, over the next three months, I think I, I got it up to, gee, I think I was around 30,000. <laughs> um, and so, uh, you know, I'm not sure exactly when I believed, okay, this is something that's actually viable. It was probably when I started selling around $10,000 a month because I wasn't doing anything difficult. I was just buying things. And then when they sold, I bought them again. And, and then I bought two of them or three of them. You made enough money at that point to live. Uh, yes. I, I got serious with Amazon uh, July of 2016, and then I went full-time in January of 2017. So, um, yeah, I started with $6,000, and six months later, uh, I was able to go full-time with it. That's incredible. I mean, I, I mean, 
do you think about that? How about this question? Thinking about your acting friends, you know, I mean, I I don't know if you keep in touch with any of them, but there had to be people that you knew um, who were, like you said, and I'm not putting this down, but they're waiting tables for an hourly wage. Right. Right. I mean, would you go back to acting today if you could? Yes. Um, because I know that I would still be able to continue to do Amazon. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. So, oh, that's interesting because, so this is a, this is the rest of your life as long as they allow you, correct? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's really cool. I remember Jeff Howard telling me the same thing that he just, you know, he keeps swinging and he just loved that this allowed him to yeah. keep swinging. I just think that's yeah. so smart. Yeah. Very cool. All right. So it hasn't been all unicorns and rainbows. You've had <laughs> challenges. You've hit walls. Talk about talk about an example where you thought about giving it up. Uh, there was a time, I don't quite remember when it was. I believe it was early 2017 when things were just going great. Um, the business was just, you know, going amazing. I had a, a good amount of money in the bank that I was using for inventory. And I came across an opportunity of a wholesaler. Um, This guy was selling a bunch of products that he had been selling on Amazon and they were selling a lot and they were being really successful. Um, So I I thought it was investing $30,000 that I had, um, which was the bulk of the money that I had uh, into buying uh, this company's products and then you know just wholesaling them it just it was too good to be true it's just so easy well what happened was this guy it was something that i i was too young in the business i didn't even think about he was selling these products to anyone who would buy them so when he when i heard about it you know there was this one item that was selling maybe a thousand a month and there was only five sellers. So I thought, great, I'll sell 200 of these a month. I'll make this amount of money. But he quickly started to sell them to 10 sellers, and then it was 20, and then 30. And um, so fortunately, I didn't lose that money, but it took me um, almost a year to get it back. No kidding. Um, But that money, you know, I could have turned. Oh, yeah four or five times in that amount of time. So, you know, when I realized what was happening, I didn't really have very much money left, but I knew I had done it once. So I just had to do the same thing that I did before. And I was able to, to build it up again from there. And so that really slowed down your momentum though, right? And yes. do you think it took you about a year to recover from that? Uh, yeah, I would wow. say maybe a little less, but yeah around there. So what's the lesson there? I mean, too good to be true. Radar. A funny story. I was just telling this story. My accountant, friend of mine from my Rotary Club messaged me. He borrowed my trailer last week or two weeks ago. And so he's been looking for one. And he said, you know, Steve, there's one for sale on eBay and it's only like 900 bucks. And I'm like, (laughs) okay, I'm going to say, I said to him, I said, look, I love you, but I'm going to tell you that he said, that's like half price. I'm like, there's a problem then. Unless it's an auction, that's probably a problem. And then he goes, here's where it goes. The only thing is, it's kind of odd. You have to pay for it with Amazon gift cards. I'm like, okay. I'm like, scam, dude. 
It's a scam. Really? I said, trust me, it's a scam. And I I couldn't get to it. I said, I'll look at it later or whatever. He sent me the link or whatever. Then he messaged me later on. He said, I called eBay, and they said it's an absolute scam. (laughs) And, you know, it's just so funny that you don't know, right? You put a little, you know, if you... You put trust in people in that. So what's the lesson here that you took away that others could learn? Yeah. Um, well, that phrase, too good to be true, I think I think Amazon, selling on Amazon itself is too good to be true. Oh, I that's think, true. oh, it's too good to be true. But yeah, You're right. You know, the takeaway for me is just research, research, research. You know, I anyone who has been selling on Amazon for less than a year – or even maybe 18 months should never deviate from what they're doing and just continue to do what's helping them to be successful. But, you know, I could have asked, you know, at that time I knew a few um, seven figure sellers. I could have talked with, talked about it with them. You know, I could have gotten opinions of other people and I didn't, which was really stupid because I have these people who are masters at you know at amazon a place where i was trying to get and i didn't even ask their opinion on something that really put me back a long time is that is that ego creep that happens because it happens to me and i'm not judging you i'm talking about steve (laughs) i think ego creep happens to me does that happen to you i I don't think it's ego for me i just hate bothering other people oh okay um (laughs) you know if someone asks me to do something for them i'll if I can do it, I'm more than happy. But I hate putting people, uh, you know, making people go out of their way to do something for me. And that's actually something that I need to get over a little bit. Yeah, more. because if I called you and asked you, you'd be you'd help me in a second. Yeah. yeah so no why is it okay for you and not for her? <laughs> yeah. ah, come on now, you know this is your girlfriend talking to you. Yeah. Now, yeah. Greg. <laughs> Which is exactly, she's said that exact thing before. <laughs> she's the voice of reason, my friend. I met her a few times. She's the voice of reason. Okay, so you 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 made that decision. It turned out to be just an okay decision. You got away. You skated, right? You got away. Um, yeah. And you really struggled there. What what? So just knowing that you did it before, I mean, because your advice about, look, Stick to what you know for the first 18 months. Don't get distracted by all the shiny objects, right? That's solid yeah. advice. Yeah. What pushed you through there that to say you could do this again? Because I think most people would have given up, Greg. Yeah. I just, I knew that it was successful. I mean, I, it's it's easy as one plus one equals two. You buy these products, they sell. You go buy two of them. They sell again, you go buy four of them. And it was just a matter of building up slowly again because I knew that that, uh, that it worked. Is there anything that you learned in your acting career that allows, that you're able to apply in your Amazon business? I was thinking, you know, like, because I, I assume, this is Steve's assume, assumption sure. when it comes to acting, is that there's a lot of memorization, studying, um, yeah. a lot of thought. It's got to be. I mean, you just can't, that just doesn't happen naturally, I think, right? Yeah. Um, has there been anything that has been one of those really good strengths that you've been able to bring over to Amazon? Well, I've actually never thought about that before, but I'm sure there is. Um, yeah, I mean, just off the top of my head, I mean, I've when I was a lot younger, 
I was the lead in a play that it was like a Shakespeare play. There were so many lines. It was actually not the best play for, uh, I think I was in ninth grade at the time, you know, for a ninth grader to memorize all these lines. And I just buckled down and I had to do it. So I think, you know, the, the dedication and hard work of just getting the job done. And that's, that's how I try and run my Amazon business now. Do you have any, any answer question, a reasonable question? You, when you started on Amazon or when you started scaling, you probably put a lot of hours in, correct? Yes. What, what, what's, what's a week look like now for you? Um, hmm, well, it depends on the week. Uh, I mean, last week I was having a great time at an Amazon conference <laughs> for, uh, you know, for five days. And, um, but, you know, a, a regular week is... I'll go shopping one day, you know, drop off to my, uh, my preppers. And then, um, you know, it's, if I feel like it <laughs> the next day, go shopping again, or if I want to take a day off, I'll do that. But typically if I see that there is money in my business bank account, um, I, I feel like I need to spend it. I need to get rid of it. So I'll usually buy as much as I can in, a week and then maybe take a couple of days off. Okay. So it's, and, and, and how, how heavy are you traveling? Um, you know, I probably travel maybe an hour and a half in each direction. Oh, okay. So not terrible. No, no, not at all. And you're back home every day generally. Yes. Yep. Now you move from Las Vegas to Florida. Yes. Um, what fascinates me is your business moved with you. Yeah. Now you, I assume, got tractor trailers to bring your warehouse and take down all the racks and write all that stuff, right? And take down the sign. Is that? Fortunately, I did not have to uh, do that. You didn't have to do that. When you think about, I mean, because I moved our warehouse and it's the most painful thing I've ever gone through in my life. I, I just really still painful. I'm still moving. And we've been in this building for a year and change. Somebody was asking me the other day, oh. we've been in this building for more than a year and change. And I'm still moving, not within the warehouse because it's so sure. big, yeah. but it's still, I'm uncovering stuff. I mean, yeah. crazy stuff. How cool is it? I mean, have, have you thought about that, that you physically relocated to a completely another, I mean, hours and hours and thousands of miles apart and just open and like didn't skip a beat? Yeah, this, it, that's actually something that led me to Florida because um, when when I felt like I had kind of uh, bought out Las Vegas and there wasn't a lot of inventory for me to go buy, I would travel around. I would go to San Diego and then I would just bring a suitcase with all of my supplies and then I'd work on the road hmm. and I'd ship out boxes from hotel rooms and Airbnbs and uh, yeah, I'd go to San Diego, come back. I'd go to Phoenix, come back, L.A., Sacramento, and I even came to Florida three or four times um, just to source. And uh, that's what brought me to Florida. That was my, my favorite place that I had gone, and there were um, more than enough opportunities here. So I figured if I wanted to scale up as fast as possible, I needed to move uh, to a place that would allow me to do that. You know, 
it's, it's interesting. Somebody's asked me this question. Has anybody ever asked you what's your end game, Greg? You know, do you have to have an end game at your age? I mean, you're a lot younger than I am. <laughs> well, I, I don't have one. <laughs> I mean, no, good for you. I, mean, you I don't know, think you have to because yeah. you, you still love it. Oh, yeah, definitely. They, I mean, I just I just want to keep building it and building it, which is something that I didn't have any intention to do at the very, very beginning. I thought that, oh, if I just sold $50,000 a month, then I'll just keep it there and that'll be amazing. But there's something that gets inside of you that mm-hmm. makes you want to go, okay, I want to hit 75000 a month. I want to hit 100000 I want to get over 100000 And that's where I am right now. I, I want to be like uh, Perry Coughlin and Dan Wentworth. And uh, that's, you know, that's something that I'm striving for is to have businesses like theirs. How hard is it for you to give up control? Because you have employees now and you have other people that you have to rely on. How hard is that for you? Very, very difficult in the very beginning. But then when I see that everything's working fine and I can trust the people that I trained then it's so much easier. I think uh, that making that transition mental, making that mental transition is one of the more challenging things, but it's so freeing, isn't it? Oh, definitely. I mean, it, it allows me to, you know, like I said, I was at the, uh, the Branson uh, Gay Lisby's conference last week and I had employees here working while I was gone enjoying that. So it's an incredible business. That now, And you weren't just there hanging out. I mean, you were there learning and working, right? Oh, yeah, so you're, yeah. you're sharpening the pencil at the top end while they're doing yeah. the work at the other end. I mean, I, so smart. So smart. What, when, you know, we already talked about some of your strengths. What are some of your weaknesses? What are the things that you've got to hire to, you know, because I think that's another thing is nobody is great at everything. Nobody. I don't care who they are. There are a few outliers. Leron probably would be one that I would say is, is probably, uh, you know, one of those guys. But even he would say he doesn't like to pack boxes. Um, so what, what are the things that you either struggle with or you're not great at that you've hired out or you still have to hire out? Um, I still have to hire out a buyer. That's something that you know, there's something that's blocking me. I guess it is control just because I'm dealing with, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars. And that's difficult to give that over to somebody else. Um, yeah, you know, when you make a mistake, you beat yourself up. Yeah. But what do you do when they make a mistake? Right. Yeah. Ooh. And that's something that I just have to learn, you know. Um, well, how do you learn that? That's a, that's a good question. I mean, you know, how, what what do you what steps are you taking to learn that? That maybe that's a better way to ask it. Yeah, um, training. You know, you have to train them in the right way, and then if they make a mistake, be sure to train the next person to not make that same mistake. So it's just a learning process. Okay. And Dan Wentworth always says, you know, go out together with somebody else, right? And like you're saying, training, and then eventually you see them. Because I agree um, that having two people handle things, one will catch the other and the other. I mean, I I just think that's so smart. Hmm. Yeah. And right now, uh, my girlfriend has been living in Florida with me for the past two months. And I love going out with her um, because we, we both... Uh, we have our specific parts of the store that we go to, and she does it better than me. 
I trained her to do a little bit and she's completely expanded on that. And she, in certain sections, she brings back more stuff than I ever have. So it's very smart to go with somebody else. How, how crushing is that to your soul? First off, you're the weaker sex. We all know that. I'm <laughs> yeah. that way too. But I mean, how crushing is that to your soul? Because you thought, hey, I'm pretty hot stuff and I'm doing really yeah. well. And then somebody else who you just give a little bit of a taste to yeah. comes back better than you. That's not soul crushing at all for me because we're on the same team. Yeah. So yeah, I guess if she was your competitor, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If she was like better, then it'd be a little different. But I would still try and learn. Um, you know, if she was my competitor, but because she's not, it's, it, it's, everybody wins. It makes her better. It makes us more money and it just makes us both a lot more successful. Here's something that I think people find surprising. You still invest in training and coaches and things like that. Now, one would argue you're already selling over seven figures. Why, why spend money? Why, why keep you know, don't you know the business? Shouldn't you just put your head down and do the work at this point? No one will ever know everything about Amazon. Just from this past weekend at the the conference, I learned some things that will make me grow twice as fast as I thought I would. There's never an end to education with Amazon. It's very mature. Uh, again, it's an ego thing. Um, you have to check your, you really do have to check your ego. I mean, I guess you have to have confidence because you got to believe in what you're doing. Sure. But man, turning off the ego is a challenge. You don't find that challenging? Uh, no, I don't. Um, skill set. You know, I, I love helping other people. I love, yeah. obviously, when, when people help me. Um, yeah, that's the ego is fortunately just never been an issue for me. When you think about like new sellers coming on, now you're giving out advice. They're coming to you because sure. you, you've, you've been very, very successful. As you say, you're one of the larger sellers in certain groups. Um, when you think about the advice that you heard from others, what stands out for you that really helped you push to this level? You know, there's, there's actually two things, and they're both very, very basic. The, the first thing, the first person I ever heard say this was Sam Cohen, and he just said, you've got to feed the beast. You've mm -hmm. got to feed the beast. And that goes into what I love, like Gay Lisby says all the time, out the door in 24. I mean, you just have to go, just keep going. The faster you go, the more you'll sell, the more money you'll get. To it's a velocity. Back again. Right? Yes. It's, it's, it really is a velocity, like yep. you say. Um, so you're buying faster. You want it out in 24. So you yes. get. Hmm. When, when you think about the things that you do to really get to the level of success, maybe their habits or what have you, what would you say are some of the absolutes for you now that are just like, hey, we do this every week, every day or whatever, no matter what? Um, you know, when it comes, well, yeah, like my OA, for example, um, I say you need to be spending $1,500 a day, at least every day. Um, you know, and soon that's going to be bumped up to you know, seventeen hundred, even two thousand dollars a day. Um, was that? Did that answer that question? No, it did. And and I'm assuming these are coming from gays lists. Is that correct? 
Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, you know, when people hear that and they're like, what? Wait, he's spending fifteen to $1,700 a day? Absolutely. And it's funny, you know, she gives us, she gives me a great uh, deal because you can get a, like a 14-day link, 14-day uh, trial. And if somebody's interested, message me. I'll give you a link. And she pays me. So don't, I don't want to say don't don't get, you know, they do pay me. Yeah. Um, so I don't want to say that is an affiliate link. So I don't want to hide that. I never, well, I never would hide it. But it fascinates me when, when people really take advantage and really do the work. You're looking at the same list that maybe nine other people or something like that because they're limited, the number of people yeah. on that list. Yeah. They're looking at it and buying and having success with it. When you think about, let me ask this question. When you think about those lists, is that really the fastest growth that you've been able to do because you could scale it? Uh, yes. And versus physically going out there and scanning by yourself. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, you know, I'm on three of gaze lists now. I think I'm about to do another one. Um, it's really, if, if I had better management skills and better skills in growing a team, um, I would have been able to scale it a lot bigger than it is now. So people that are just starting off with Amazon, if they have those team building skills, you could, it's amazing how fast you could scale. Yeah. I, I, and, and again, you might not have a voice to speak at all yet. You could put this information in, correct? I mean, you know, any, right. You, there, there could be some physical limitations, but as long as you can operate a computer, you have the ability yep. to do that, correct? Yep. That's all you need is, you know, be able to add one plus one and <laughs> learn a couple things on the computer and you could have a successful Amazon business. Your positive attitude, was that something you've always had? I mean, because, you know, life gives you lemons, make lemonade, right? That kind of stuff. I mean, are you an optimist by nature? Um, I, I think so. Um, it's something, I mean, I, I grew up having a great family and, um, they were always so supportive. So that helped. And then becoming more aware as I got older of how your attitude can completely change your life. It's a decision that you have to make to be angry about something or to make it better or to use it to make yourself better. Um, so it's definitely not something that I was just born with. It's just, you know, I live a much better life when I have a better attitude. And, and, and how do you sharpen that? I mean, do you, do you, is there anything that you do? I mean, do, are you grateful? I mean, are there any tools that you could suggest for somebody? Because I'm 100% agreeing with you. What you just yeah. said is so powerful. Yeah. Is, and, and you have a right to sit back and say, woe is me. And you're not saying, woe is me. You're saying, whoa, look out for me. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, a big part of it is surrounding yourself with great people. Um, you know, especially within Amazon, there are a lot of groups and a lot of people that are just negative and they like to make fun of other people that are maybe not as successful or doing things differently than them. But once you find a core group uh, that you like, that you know can help you grow and you can help them grow, then you just stick with that and everybody grows. I think it's what you said, the follow-up, when you help them grow too, because it's not a one-way. It shouldn't be a one-way. Yeah. Uh, how, how, isn't it so cool 
that so many people that we all know, you know, are doing so well. It's just so encouraging to me because as you say, you know, um, if, if they could do it, you know, you could do it. And, you know, it's just a process. How about this? Let me ask you this. Our, your process, how much effort do you put working on your process at this point? Um, huh. that's, that's an interesting question because, um, for the past few months, I've just been kind of, uh, trying to tinker with it to make it better. And then, uh, I was really taken aback with, uh, Perry Coughlin's yeah. talk. His lean FBA. Yes. And that is something that I, I have to do if I want to grow, um, you know, if any type of education that he can give, I'm going to do because I understand how powerful it is, how, you know, what, what did we say before? Kind of a tightening the screws. Yeah. Tightening the screws. That was your description. I love that. I mean, that's yeah. just such a visual thing for me. You're just going back and adjusting and tweaking, making yep. sure everything's nice and tight. That's so yep. smart, Craig. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love it. I, uh, I too, I took away, um, stop carrying stuff out onto our loading dock for our UPS guy, you know, yeah. not that we don't love him and we take care of him, but he's right. Why am I paying us or me or my staff to do it when they're already paid for? That's it, his so. job. Yeah. 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 You're taking away his hours. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so we stopped, we literally stopped and now it's like, okay. there it is. Come and get it. Yep. You know, <laughs> and so much easier. Yeah, it really is. I mean, it's a few seconds here, but every time you touch something, there's time lost on something else. And I just think that was so powerful. Okay. So, you know, you've had a, you've had a a really good run, you know, like a, like a working actor, you know, you you hear those (laughs) stories about a working actor and you're like, like that guy's been in a ton of stuff. His whole career might not have been the, the superstar, you know, Tom Cruise level stuff, but man, he's made a living. You're, you're now passing that in the Amazon world, making a living. You're now, you know, when you hit that seven figures, you start to be kind of an outlier. You start to see you're starting there. Um, when, when you're looking at new sellers coming on, What's the advice you give them to push that far? I mean, because I, I was thinking about like an actor, right? When you get into acting, what's the advice they give you to be either a working actor or a superstar? What's the advice they would give you? It's actually very compar- comparable. Um, you just have to not stop working. Just keep trying. Don't stay in your apartment. Get out there. Um Make, you know, make your face be seen. And then in the Amazon world, get into stores and start buying stuff. And then if you feel like you're stuck and need a little bit more education, then find that education and be open enough to accept it, knowing that it's going to make you more successful. Well, being open, that's a that's a powerful statement right there, because, oh. you know, you might join a group and 90 percent of it, you know, 99 percent of it, you know, sure. That 1% is either worth it, you could sit there and say, man, I learned something this week, or I knew everything. That's, that's your choice though, right? Yes. Mm. And that was you know, very similar to the case with the Gary Ray's coaching group that I just got done with. Um, there wasn't, you know, I, I didn't learn a lot, a ton, but the things that I did learn are going to make me 
so much more successful <laughs> a lot faster than if I hadn't have been open to that. Wow. So that's really powerful. So the stuff that you did learn was so meaningful. Do you think you could have learned it as a new seller, some of the stuff, or, you, or are you so caught up in just, you know, what tape to oh. use and how to pack a box, that kind of stuff? No, no, definitely. I could have definitely learned it as a new seller. Then what is it his fresh perspective or is it your now ability to learn? It's, I think for me, it was a reminder of uh, things that I needed to do that I wasn't doing. So it's back to tightening the screws. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I love that visual. I mean, I, that's very powerful. Matter of fact, I'm probably going to use it. Uh, that and mailbox money. I love mailbox money. Yeah. I mean, that is such a good one. Um, I'm serious. If somebody's interested in, in joining Gay's group, and I, I probably have a commercial on the show, or I know I have a link there, sure. message me, and I'll because uh, I'll, uh, I can give you 14 days free and try it. And if you don't like it, then don't buy it. I get and, it. And I respect you. Let me say something about Gay's group. The only reason why I ever found out about it, it was because of your podcast. Uh, I think it was in mid 2017 when I heard about it. And uh, that's what got me to try that 14 day trial. And I realized the value of it. And I've, I've been a member since then. Oh, that's awesome. Well, thank you. And that is awesome. And I'll send her a note about that. Cause I, cause yeah. I know sometimes it, you know, you only hear when there are problems, you don't hear when there are great sure. things happening. And, yeah. you know, she's such a special lady. Oh my gosh. Yes. I love her to death. I love her Colleen. They just, they just yeah. really, they're real. They really have the heart. Yeah. I was describing it to somebody. I'm like, that's a real heart of a teacher. Her and Gary, yeah. they have teacher hearts. Yes. No doubt. Definitely. Not just buy this. Here's why you buy this, Greg. And here's yeah. what you, you know, and then they're like, what about this? Oh, yeah. Because, you, again, you're looking for this common thing, and then, boom, the light bulb goes on. And very few people have that patience to stay because sometimes Steve's not the fastest guy, not the smartest guy <laughs> in the room, clearly. And uh, I take a little bit longer. And so... That's what I like about uh, working with them. Yeah. Okay. So if somebody has a follow-up question, um, would it be okay if I put your uh, Facebook uh, link there? Yeah, of course. Okay. I want to make sure I do that. I just, because, I mean, I think, you know, I think somebody's going to be listening to this and they're going to sit back and say, here's why I can't do that. They're going to give you a whole myriad of reasons. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, and again, this isn't meant to sound offensive, but Greg, you know, you have a lot of reasons not to be successful. Right. You have a lot of, sure. a lot of excuses you can make, you know, and everybody else would be like, oh, yeah, you know, yep, yep. He can't do that. Right. Yeah. Or <laughs> you can crush everyone else because you're not going <laughs> to use those excuses. I'm, to me, I get the chills thinking about it, how um, how powerful your story is. And I just it's very, very uh, it, it's just terrific. I mean, I'm just so I'm proud of you. And it's just it, it blows my mind. I mean, it really does. So the last question I ask everybody is pretty much the same, you know, um, because, and I think this is a good one because you've been stuck. You <laughs> spent that 30 G's your whole, yeah. <laughs> you know, everything you gained and you had to almost give in. What, what, what's the thing that you would say to somebody now who's in that position? They hit the $30,000 mark. They're making a little bit of money, but, you know, they're afraid. We were talking about that. Were you in the circle, Gary's circle there, when Perry and I came over? We started talking about this subject, uh, fear. No, I don't think so. Okay, so the basic subject was this. So we, somebody, you know, Perry's like, you know, having a positive mindset, you know, that's woo-woo, you know, and, and um, it just doesn't seem to be enough because he knows people that have money 
and they're having a success, but yet they're so afraid to move forward. They're just worried they're going to get shut down and this and that. And Gary used the phrase, well, it takes a positive belief, not a positive mindset. And I, and I think that was really powerful. And it really struck me that that positive belief means something. So what do you tell people when they hit that fear, when they can't get past stuck, when they're just sitting there spinning their wheels? What What's your advice to push them past it? I mean, the uh, small to moderate successes that you have give you proof that there doesn't need to be any fear. You know, they should be able to push you to take that next step to be able to have the big successes as opposed to the small and moderate ones. That's what pushed my fear away, you know. Um, having not very much money to source to buy things, I was worried about what I should buy and if I would lose money on everything. So I bought a few things. Like I said before, they sold and I said, okay, that was a success. Now let's buy three of them. They sold. Okay, now let's buy six. So very slowly, I was able to chop down the fear of spending money that there's a slight chance I might get back. But that fear went away because they always sold. I always made more money. And I just kept going. When, when, when something doesn't sell or it doesn't sell what you think, is that, do you see that as a failure or is that the learning and then you adjust and move on? Yeah, that's just a learning, okay. you know, you just do a couple clicks and then never think about it again. Dude, I'm, again, I sit back and I think about where you are from where, where you came from, where you are. Um, you're not supposed to get a second act here, uh, Greg, <laughs> you know, trying to get my acting uh, references <laughs> yeah. in, you know, you really aren't, uh, you know, I mean, hey, you're not supposed to have this and there's no way it's going to stop you, is there? There's just no stopping you. No. Not, I mean, even if, you know, my vocal cords completely shut down and I had no voice at all, I would learn sign language and get back on the horse and just keep going. Oh, wow. I, I thank you so much. Uh, I wish you nothing but success. Can't wait to see you again. Thank you. Thanks, Stephen. What a great guy. How, how inspiring again. How could you not be inspired? And he would tell you he's nothing special. And I would argue that he is somebody special, uh, for, especially for that attitude, that, that ability to, to do the hard work. But like you said, back in acting, that's what he did, right? He put his head down, did the work, push, 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 and kept working. And now, guess what? He takes that same uh, uh, approach to selling on Amazon, and wow, he's having incredible success. So there's the answer. That's the, everybody always asks me, what's the one thing? This is it. Listen to this episode again and again and again. Copy him. Do exactly what Greg's doing. And you too could be as successful. Be pretty cool. EcommerceMomentum.com. EcommerceMomentum.com. Take care. Thanks for listening to the E-Commerce Momentum Podcast. All the links mentioned today can be found at ecommercemomentum.com under this episode number. Please remember to subscribe and like us on iTunes.